Before we get started, before any of this starts, I'd like to remind you that you can experience an ad-free version of this by clicking the link in the description that says plus.acast.com slash s slash Radio Free Catholic. May God bless you and the Virgin protect you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Exurgat Deus Dissipentur Dinimici Eius, et Fugiancio Derenteum Afacia Eius. Let God arise, and let his enemies be scattered, and let all those who hate him flee from before his face. In a previous episode, I talked about how there are so many people who are Antichrist, so it might be just a little bit crazy for us to be continually looking for the Antichrist. But there are some parallels about one particular individual that i got to be honest with you, I just can't ignore. Volodymyr Zelensky. If I were going to put, today, right now, if I were going to put, you know, pin the tail on this donkey as to who is the Antichrist, right now my top candidate would actually be Volodymyr Zelensky. Let me explain. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. Let's get started with a prayer. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Sancta Michael Arcangela, defenda nos in proelio, contra nequitiamet insidias diaboli est opraesidium. Imperati lidea, supplicas de precamur, tuque princeps militae caelestis, santanam aliosque spiritus malignos que ad perditionem animarum, pervegantur in mundo divina virtute in infernum netrude. Amen. Cordiesus sacratissimum, miserere nobis, mater dolorosa, ora pro nobis. Beatus Carolus et domo Austriae, ora pro nobis. Domine, ostende facium tuum et salvi erimus, Ave Maria Purissima, Immaculata Conceptio Est. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. I went through a list of everybody who is Antichrist. Small a, Antichrist, not the Antichrist. <clears throat> I also spoke about how ridiculous it was for us to be looking for the Antichrist when we've got so many to deal with. <clears throat> and I went down the list. Justin Trudeau. Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Emmanuel Macron. You could even actually put uh, Vladimir Putin on the list. All of these people are, you know, spitting game, denying the faith, well, with the exception of Putin, denying the faith of their fathers. Because conveniently, every last one of them is a Catholic. Ostensibly, they're fallen away apostates, but they are, you know, members of the Catholic faith. I've taken the position that it is a little bit less likely that the that the Antichrist would be Jewish, specifically because the faith of the fathers today is not Judaism. I mean, it was when it was written. But John was also writing... To, what, to the members of what would be the Catholic Church. You know, when he was writing in Patmos to the seven churches, they were the Catholic Church. 
Now, of course, in context for the time, which is the way the church has, and, and this is kind of the key thing, the church has always taught that when you're going to look back and, and read scripture, when you're going to look back at the writings of the fathers, when you're going to look back at the at the writings and the doctrines and the dogma of the Catholic Church, that you have to take it in context at the time it was written and not imbue new context. And so in this one, it's not like I take it as a de fide thing that it's probably actually a fallen away Catholic who is the Antichrist. De fide, the instruction is to look at it in such a manner that in the context it was written, it would be it would it would have to be a fallen away Jew. Okay. So of course I'm open to it, and I'm actually willing to I'm willing to take it a step further in that I actually believe that it is a Catholic of Jewish lineage who doesn't who obviously does not follow Judaism and would not follow the Catholic faith. But one of the reasons why I leave a little bit in there, at least for myself, and that it's probably actually simply more likely a Catholic, is because of the fact that the Catholic Church has also taught that we are the inheritors and that the Catholic faith is not a departure from the Jewish faith. It is the continuation of the Jewish faith. Meaning... We're the ones who we're the ones who honor God in the same manner that the Jews did prior to the time of Christ. <clears throat> now, that taking that into if, uh, into account is why I say it's more likely a fallen away Catholic, but it's not unlikely that the person would be of a Jewish bloodline. Obviously. In fact, I think that would be most likely the case. <clears throat> now, I don't know if Zelensky was ever baptized. And if he was, then that would immediately make him the guy because he's of a Jewish background. And he very clearly does not follow the faith. What I can say is that if I were going to pick the Antichrist today, it's him. Here's this nobody, this, you know, he's a Ukrainian comedian. Came out of nowhere to become the president of, of the country. After, after the coup in Maidan. Okay, so you have this nobody, this guy, I mean, he's... Who is this guy? Does anybody know? I mean... The new, you know, he was on the cover of the new of New York Magazine. He was, you know, on the cover of Vogue. They say that he's supposed. They do say that the Antichrist is supposed to be like the ultimate peacemaker. Okay, so that is definitely a count against Zelensky because Zelensky has done nothing but foment war. But given in this topsy turvy day, I wouldn't be surprised because no joke. We're living in a time where I wouldn't be surprised if he was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. I don't know if he was or will be, but I wouldn't be surprised. And if he is, in fact, nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize, which would be absolutely laughable, then in a sort of obscure, sort of oblique kind of way, he checks that box as well. But for some reason, everybody's getting behind him. Now, for those of us who are looking at this whole situation with a, I'd like to say a degree of pragmatism, but I want to say a supernatural grace that allows us to look at this pragmatically the way it really is. Because everybody who follows the natural world clearly is on the other side of things on this one. They're willing to go to nuclear war to try and achieve some ridiculous objective. Now, 
I haven't taken it out of the realm of possibility, at least in my mind, that nuclear war is the objective, and so they're simply moving towards their goals. Remember that most of these people are Malthusian. They're of the opinion that we need fewer people on the earth anyway, which is why it which is why they seem to be doing this in the dumbest possible way. But rather than making the other guy be the one who gives the sacrifice, they've decided that their own people are the ones that need to be sacrificed. And Zelensky has probably been worst of all. I mean, he's been more than willing to sacrifice all of those volunteers on the front lines. Some death toll counts say that the Ukrainians have lost some 300,000 people. 300,000. I mean, this has been the most worthless of all conflicts that I've ever seen. Russia had one stipulation. You're not turning Ukraine into a NATO country. It was the one stipulation. They allowed NATO to encroach on their borders on all sides. But they said this far and no further. Ukraine is, is off limits. And Ukraine is off limits for a couple of reasons. None the least of which is the link between Kiev and Moscow. And yes, I say Kiev. It's not Kiev. This isn't a city version of Palpatine. It's Kiev. It has always been Kiev. Oh, it's Kiev now. No, it's not. It's Kiev. And Kiev is the home of the Kievan Rus. The same people who founded the city of Moscow. The one Christian empire that was never dominated by Islam. Instead, it got took out by communism. But as a matter of lineage, as a matter of culture and history, as a matter of family, Kiev and Moscow are linked. This is a matter of historical patrimony. And that's the way it always was for Russia. That's the way it always was for Russia. Vladimir Putin is not new in saying that Kiev and Moscow are linked. He's not new in saying that Ukraine is part of Russia. He's not saying anything any different than Nikita Khrushchev, than Joseph Stalin, than Vladimir Lenin, than Tsar Nicholas, or any of the Romanov emperors. They're not saying anything different. <clears throat> to suddenly say, oh, well, Ukraine is, you know, should be part of NATO, should be part of the European Union. That's a betrayal of the heritage. of the people of Ukraine. They say, don't say the Ukraine. Actually, the word Ukraine means borderlands. What is, the, what is it the borderlands of? It's the borderlands of Russia. It is most appropriate to say the Ukraine because they are the borderlands. And even if they were to come into NATO, guess what? Now they're just the borderlands of NATO. Now they're just the borderlands of the European Union. No matter what, they're still the borderlands. The frontier. Ukraine is a nation. Yeah, and the word Ukraine means borderlands. And maybe a study of language would make people understand that. Well, whatever they were before, they're not that now. Well, kind of. Kind of. What is absolute 
unchangeable is merely the fact that the federation known as the United States is far enough away from Ukraine that Ukraine shouldn't even be a matter, shouldn't even be a concern. We're talking about people on the other side of the world. And for some strange reason, this warmongering populace on the far side of both the Pacific and the Atlantic from Ukraine have decided that they're willing to go to nuclear war to stop Russia from being reunited. And it's certainly not to control the Russian people. There's not a single one of the warmongers in Congress, in the White House, or even in the European Union that give one whit about the Russian people. And what they've made perfectly clear by their actions, if not by their... Actually, if you listen to their statements, it's the exact opposite. But if you watch their actions, they've made it perfectly clear that they don't care about the Ukrainian people either. They don't care about the people in the Donbass, in Donetsk or Luhansk. They don't care about Crimea. Because if they did, they would choose another path. Something that would not result in the wanton destruction of these people's homes. Being egged on by some half-pint comedian who beyond all scope of irony decides to call for peace by asking for a preemptive nuclear strike. This would be funny if it wasn't the most horrific thing to transpire on Earth in the last 100 years. Now, I'm of the opinion that Russia needs to return to the Catholic faith. It's cute that they're Russian Orthodox. Okay, okay, cool, yeah. It's cute that they're Christian. Cool, whatever. But Rokor is entirely too nationalistic to be Catholic. There is actually a much better balance a national church is not the church of Christ. And that's just a fact. There's one church. It's not the Russian church, the Greek church, the Roman church, the the Spanish church, the American church. That's not a thing. It is the one holy Catholic and apostolic faith. Symbolized in unity under the Pope. So Patriarch Kirill, probably a, a decent guy on some level. Certainly based on a lot of, like, I mean, like, his opinions are based on a lot of things. Legitimately based. You know, seems like a pretty based dude, to use the, to use the common social, social media parlance. In a lot of things, he definitely espouses a small o orthodox view. But it's not about the Russian church or the Greek church or the Hungarian church or the, or the Belarusian church or the Romanian church. It's the one holy Catholic and apostolic faith. And any rejection of that sets you further and further apart from Christ. That's just how it is. <clears throat> so I'm willing to concede the idea that they might be deceived. Fairly certain that Vladimir, that Vladimir Putin is not Jewish. 
He's a politician on, on the one hand. He's a Russian politician with all of the things that that comes along with given, given Russia's recent history. Forget about their long-term history. Given their recent history, there are certain things that come along with being a Russian politician. It would be like being a Soviet party member. There are things that just come along with it. But I'm certainly not going to say that he's any more evil or any less evil than an American politician. Because at least, with what he preaches and what he's trying to do, what it's clear that he's trying to do, given the limitations of where he's at, is that he's trying to call his people back to the faith. Which is a damn sight more than what Joe Biden's trying to do. Joe Biden, who's continually promoting the murder of children. Joe Biden, who's continually turning the United States of America into a tyrannical federation. We may as well start referring to the United States as the Confederacy. And it certainly would be in line with Joe Biden's ideals, given the fact that he actually has the white nationalist background. But when you look at all of the things that, that, are, that are taught by the church about capital A Antichrist, Beyond the fact that there are plenty enough antichrists around the world. I mean, you could almost fill a stadium with them. The prominent people who can't help but talk out of both sides of their face. Who say that they're about one thing, but completely do the opposite. Or, I should say, say they're about one thing, but mean the opposite. You know, as liars do. There are plenty of children of Satan in the world today. Most of them are in the upper echelons of politics. Let me take that back. Most of the upper echelons of politics are occupied by them. There are plenty more, obviously, beyond, beyond politicians. Of course, you've got agencies like the Federal Bureau of Investigation... Many, many local law enforcement agencies, state investigative agencies. You've even got sheriffs who are quite clearly the children of Satan. <clears throat> we constantly want a purity test for some of these people, too. You look at Hungary, Hungary and they're like, well, Hungary is doing pretty well, but, you know, they've got this, that, and the other problem with them. Oh, Georgia Maloney is pretty good, but she's got X, Y, and Z as a problem. We seem to do that a lot. We purity test way more than we really should. Which one among us could do better than Georgia Maloney or Victor Orban? Which one among us? I mean, think about this for just a moment. You got Donald Trump, who for all of his flaws, was rich beyond the dreams of most of us, influential in ways we'll never be. And he managed to get shackled and taken down. He was the president of the United States, the leader of the free world. He should have been able to operate with carte blanche. But how many years did it take him to get the border wall built? And even then, he, he never got it finished. He's the one person who could have simply given the order to have Hillary Clinton arrested. Who could have given the order to have Hunter Biden and Joe Biden arrested. 
And yet, not so much. And he could have had Joe Biden arrested well before he, well before Biden even came out to announce. So he wouldn't have been the number one political adversary. Could have actually, literally, just gone in and got that and got that abscess lanced and purged before the la- before even the primaries were running. Oh, he's going after his political opponents. How was Joe Biden a political opponent? He hadn't done a public appearance in how long? Conversely, everybody knows Donald Trump's running again. He hasn't said it, but everybody knows. Everybody knew as soon as he lost, he wasn't going to take the L. Joe Biden didn't even know he was going to run for the White House. So if he got scooped up before the before the Democratic primaries for the crimes he clearly committed. Oh, you're going after your political opponents. Not really. He didn't say anything. He wasn't allowed to do public appearances because he was on the mental decline. And if Donald Trump couldn't manage to get to that, there are people who are saying that he was impeached the second time specifically to keep him from pardoning Julian Assange and Edward Snowden. And if that's the case, the leader of the free world, the most powerful person on earth, can't manage to do that, what does that say about the nature of the system? And who are we to believe that our system is so much better than the Italian system or the Russian system? They who've actually patterned their stuff off of us. So we could nitpick all of these world leaders and it's an exercise in emotional masturbation. That's all it is. That's all it is. Well, they're not this and they're not that. Oh, okay, cool. Well, you're not Jesus and you claim to be a Christian. So shut up. Shut up with the nitpicking. Start prioritizing things in how you look at the world. Because if you're going to go after all of these people, all of these people who are fallen men, descendants of Adam, with their flaws and their foibles, with the mistakes that anybody can honest, that honestly anybody can make. But you compare someone like Georgia Maloney or Victor Orban or Matteo Salvini or Jair Bolsonaro... You're like, well, they're not so good at this and not so good at that. Okay, cool. What do you know about Brazilian politics? What do you know about Italian politics? What do you know about Hungarian politics? What do you even know about politics? Because most of you don't even know how our own political system works. I mean, we all know, well, no, actually, most of us don't even know how our political system is even designed, let alone the comparison between the way it was designed and the reality and how it operates. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And when we start nitpicking all of these people, you're failing to do the one thing that we're all called to do as Catholics. As I said in a previous podcast, we're supposed to have an optimism bias. When you look at an individual, you're supposed to have an optimism bias. The only reason why we can strip the optimism bias from how Joe Biden's operating is because we've seen what he's done over the last two years. Actually, it's not the only reason. We've seen what he's done with the country over the last two years, so anybody still operating with an optimism bias with Joe Biden is psychotic. But from the crime bill in 1994 to his lying to try and become president in the 80s, this guy has never been, ever, a good person. He's the kind of guy who usually says the quiet part out loud, who his own president, back when he was the vice president, said, don't underestimate Joe Biden's ability to F things up. And we put him in charge of the whole country. We put him in charge of global politics. We put him in charge of the world, because that's what the president of the United States is, is the leader of the freaking planet. And he has, by the numbers, effed it up. The border, immigration, Afghanistan, the economy, petrol, gasoline, oil, and natural gas. He has, by the numbers, effed every single thing up. He was an F up in the Senate. He's never had a real job. And we put him in charge of the whole nation. We put him in charge of the planet. Because that was a good idea. Dude couldn't come out and hold a speech without... without Breaking down into... And that's what we managed to let get into the White House. On Inauguration Day, that whole mass of people who were there on January 6th should have went back and dragged his ass from from behind the podium and shot him. You want to be all about abortion? We should have aborted his presidency. But now... Oh, we'll have to get him in 2024. I don't know if you looked around, but it doesn't look like we're going to make it to 2024. And I'm not talking on a Catholic prophecy because I have said time and again, the Catholic prophecy has no mention of the United States of America. And I believe that's for a reason. Because before all of these things come to pass, we get took out. So that we're not even a factor. That's the only way that the Blessed Virgin Mary happens to leave out the influence of the most powerful nation in the history of planet Earth is if that nation is in no position to exercise anything. Oh, we're going to vote them out in 2024. Yeah, I don't think so, boss. we got to make it there first. And if they get us to nuclear war over Volodymyr Zelensky, that's going to be a wrap. Congratulations, it's over. 
going to be a wrap. And I'm of the opinion that it would take a Volodymyr Zelensky to guide us down this particular... I mean, he may still be the the prefigurement of the capital A Antichrist because, I mean, capital A Antichrist is supposed to be the ultimate schmoozer. But there seems to be about half the planet that's absolutely enamored with this bozo now. And we keep, oh, he's going to deceive even the elect. How many Catholics how many of the elect are taken with this guy? Maybe not still. But we shouldn't even be involved in this whole thing over there. And there were plenty of people. There are still a bunch of even trads with a ridiculous Ukrainian flag in their bio. didn't say that it was going to deceive the elect forever. Oh, yeah, deceive even the elect. People do get a chance to wake up. And some people woke up quicker than others. Some people were already alert. Some people thought they were alert. Fell asleep quite briefly, just long enough to be taken in by this retard. And have woken up now. And I include myself in this one because I thought it was pretty cool. Ukrainian comedian becomes president of Ukraine. I thought that was fun and funny. And it was only my attentiveness to what the United States and NATO have been doing that kept me from being completely taken in. Because let's be real. Russia invades. Okay, that's a pretty hostile act. But it's an overt act compared to the death by a thousand paper cuts way we were going about attacking them. It's a bad thing. Russia, Russia goes in with tanks and bombs and guns. Invasion. Clearly, right? But what should have been the last straw, the thing to woke to wake up the last of everybody who was asleep, was when you've got Russian tanks, Russian troops, Russian Russian uh, freaking fighters, talk about jets, in Ukraine. And what does Ukrainian parliament take as a priority? Oh, their priority is their priority is legalizing gay marriage. What? Shouldn't your priority be the defense of your own people? Shouldn't that have been the call? Shouldn't it have been the call to make sure that your people are well taken care of, well defended? No. No, it's more important. Yeah, we, we know we got airstrikes going on. They're taking out our power stations and this, that, and the other. They're killing our, they're killing our people. Well, actually, and here's the other thing. They're not... The people who are dying in the Donbass, they're not really the quote-unquote Ukrainian people. The Ukrainian people aren't really Ukrainian people. They're a hodgepodge. They're a mix. The Donbass are Kiev and Rus. The people in Kiev may also be Kiev and Rus, but they've decided... They've decided they're they're going to deny their patrimony. And that is a fact. They've decided they're going to deny their patrimony. 
They've decided it's more important to side with the Azov, with the Azov Battalion. They've decided it's more important for them to side with the National Socialist Azov Battalion. than to side with their blood. Than to side with people of their culture. Ukrainian is a dialect of Russian. It's not a language. It's a dialect. Ukrainian is no more its own language than Puerto Rican Spanish is its own language. Oh yeah, we call it Borinque. Okay, cool. But it's still Spanish. Mexican Spanish isn't its own language. It's Spanish. I can just as easily understand someone speaking Puerto Rican as I can understand someone speaking Mexican. And that's the same thing as the difference between Russian and Ukrainian. How do I know? Because I served with a Ukrainian in Kosovo. And and it's the same thing with Serbian. Serbian is a dialect of Russian. They're dialects of the same language. They are not their own independent language. It's like saying American English is its own language as compared to British English or Australian English. Or Scottish English. Well, okay, this might actually be closer true with the Scots, especially if they're drunk. It's like saying Texas, Texan, is its own brand of it. It's its own English. It's not. It's not English on a, as a whole. No, Texan is its own language. Get out of town. Just because they want to say, oh, we're not right. Shut up. Russian is not German. Russian is not French. Ukrainian isn't German. You can't... If I only spoke Italian, I wouldn't be able to understand Ukrainian any more or less than speaking English. than I do right now, speaking English. I don't understand Russian any more or less than I do Ukrainian, or Serbian, or Chechen. They're dialects. They're not independent languages. And for the record, I speak French. I speak Spanish. I fully understand Italian and Portuguese. There are specific Italian, quote-unquote, dialects that probably should qualify as their own language. They're recognizable as being from the peninsula, but they're definitely not Italian. And it's much more the case. The difference between the Italian spoken in Naples or Sicily as compared to like Rome or Venice. or Florence, or Milan. They can cross-communicate. But the difference between the various dialects of Italian is more similar to the difference between Portuguese and Spanish than the difference between Ukrainian and Russian. But this guy, Volodymyr Zelensky, would like the whole world to forget that fact. 
They'd like the whole world to forget the fact that the Ukrainian language is written in what? Oh, that's right, Cyrillic. They don't use the Latin letters. They use Cyrillic letters. Why? Because that's part of their culture. They speak a dialect of Russian. Why? Because that's part of their culture. In the same way that Kiev and Moscow are linked as a part of their culture. Oh, and by the way, I wouldn't be surprised if I'm completely shut down from this one. I wouldn't be surprised if I was bounced off of every podcasting platform for saying these things. Wouldn't be surprised in the slightest. Now, maybe the capital A Antichrist is going to be significantly different. But right now, if you look at all of the boxes, Volodymyr Zelensky checks most, if not all, of those boxes. And given the fact that he's leading the world, or at least causing the world to descend into potentially a nuclear holocaust, it might be worth paying attention to this guy. And maybe taking from him the mantle of power that he seems to have right now. And we can start that by cutting off the money and backing the hell up and going, hey, work it out. Negotiate the peace deal. Because there is absolutely no way that the Donbass, that Luhansk and Donetsk and Crimea are worth a holocaust that costs us the population of most of the world. Oh, hey, by the way, most of whom are not in a state of grace. So we're really talking about a holocaust of billions of souls sacrificed to the devil who will take no part in the salvation offered by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Not that these demons are interested in any way for salvation. I mean, we can't even we can't even convince them to keep children alive. Anyway. Those are my thoughts. And you certainly be if he happens to have been baptized If he was, say, a Ukrainian Catholic before he became a Ukrainian comedian and a puppet of the West, then he definitely checks all the boxes. And it may still be a prefigurement, but i got to be perfectly honest with you. If there's only 10% of the world left standing after this Holocaust, well that kind of lines up with the book of Revelation, doesn't it? We don't know the date or the hour. Our Lord might be showing up in 2029 or 2033 or whatever. There are a lot of people who are like, well, this is probably not the end times. Well, it might not be the end times. But the best I can tell looking out at the world is it's a coin toss. The best I can tell is we got a 50-50 shot. This might be the end of the world. We don't know. At this point, it's heads or tails. And I wouldn't be surprised if this is it. I wouldn't be. And we need to act like this is it. Which is the other thing. For all of the... Oh, you can't say it's the end of the world and don't make predictions. I'm not making any predictions. Beyond that which I can see, which it looks like, things are about to come to a very abrupt halt. The best I can tell is we got from 7 to 11 years. And that's it. And this isn't about Catholic prophecy. This is actually just looking out at the real world. 
The best I can tell is it looks like we have between 7 and 11 years. And for the United States, sorry guys, we're done. If we're still relevant by the by January of 2025, I'll be stunned. Because I don't think that's going to be the case. I'm pretty sure we're screwed. And that's not prophecy talking. It just happens to be that it kind of lines up with what I see in Catholic prophecy as well. But the fact is, is I was predicting we were screwed before I was even a Catholic. As far as for the United States of America, as to the rest of the world, that's on y'all. I'm concerned about my people. Principally, I'm concerned about my people. Starting with my family and working my way out from there. And my prediction is America's done by 2025. We've done so much damage to ourselves. We've done everything wrong over these last two years. And we cannot sustain this pace ad infinitum. We're going to run out of steam. It's over. It's done. It was a foregone conclusion. As soon as we, as soon as we let that corpse walk into the White House, it was a foregone conclusion. We had a little bit of extra time. And let, let me, for those of you who don't remember the early podcasts, um, and you would have to remember the early podcasts because I'm pretty sure it got lost in the shuffle uh, for the episodes I haven't put on. I said that if Trump got elected, we had another five years. And if Biden got elected, we had three. That was the prediction. Completely independent of Catholic prophecy, totally dependent on the things going on within the United States, absent Catholic prophecy. If Trump got elected, we had another five years. And if Biden got elected, we had three. And that was it. And this was not talking about Fatima. This was not talking about Akita. This was not talking about any of that. And we're two years in to those three years. You really think we're going to make it another year? It would take the entirety of the Congress, which it doesn't look like we're going to get because it doesn't really look like we're going to get the Senate. And it doesn't, and it, and it's a question as to whether or not we're going to get the House away from these monsters. And it would take absolute control of both of those two houses to turn the ship around, to yank those two retards out of the White House and, and get all of those people in the top echelons out. And oh, hey, by the way, we would just have to keep going. You'd have to keep cutting because eventually, and here's where the real issue comes into play. Say we get control of both houses. It's absolute control of both houses. You got to get both the president and the vice president out in order to put the speaker of the house. And then you get a bread of prey that the speaker of the house is not one of these pro-Ukrainian war war hawks. One of these people who has no spine as is the norm in the Congress. It's not actually possible. We're done. You think 2024 is going to save us? There's not enough time. And oh, hey, by the way, we got to get out of nuclear war in 2023. And the way we're going right now doesn't look like we're doing that either. It doesn't take Catholic prophecy to see all that. doesn't take any of that. My opinions about what's going on in the world are bolstered by Catholic prophecy. They're not predicated on Catholic prophecy. And maybe that's the real difference. Because what Catholic prophecy gives me that I don't bring to the table on my own
is the rosary, a call to penance, a call to pray and fast and sacrifice, a call to carry forth the gospel. That's what Catholic prophecy gives me that I don't already bring to the table when I'm talking about things in the world. Is what do we do to prepare our souls? Because let's say America was going to last a thousand years. Let's just say it would. I want you to look around at the condition of the souls that you see on television and daily life. You're still talking about the damnation of greater than 50% of everybody you know. These last few years have been a wake-up call. Hopefully we can shake more people awake and remind them that this world is not what it's all about. It's what all this is for. That's what these chastisements are for. It's to shake us awake and, and make us realize that this world is not everything. That our lives here, our comfort here, our prosperity here is not the end-all, be-all, tell-all. And that's what Catholic prophecy is for. That's what Our Lady's message is for, is to remind us, this isn't it. And if we keep going like this, it's only going to get worse. It's the whole point of the gospel. This isn't it. And if you keep going in that direction, it's only going to get worse. Because if we keep rejecting God, if we keep turning away from God, God's going to give us exactly what we want and he's going to do it for all of eternity. And that should terrify you. Imagine getting everything that you want irrevocably, unceasingly, for all of eternity. We're capricious beings. Famous people don't want to be famous after they're famous. Once they become famous, like, they, like they, they strove to get there, and then as soon as they get there, what happens? A lot of them go completely bonkers because they just can't stand the attention. Because we're not made to be. As much as we may want to be the center of attention, we're not made to be the center of attention, and it shows. Because that is precisely the point when everything goes haywire. Imagine getting everything that you want for all time, never stopping. Because that's exactly what hell is. And that's what all of this is for. It's what the <clears throat> memento mori. Remember, you are mortal. Remember, mortal man, thou art dust. From the dust you were taken, and to the dust you shall return. And if all you want are other things that are made of dust, then you will eat dust for all eternity. And you'll have no share in the light. Even Nero was a call to remember Christ. At least that's the way it operates in the eyes of God. All things point to the gospel. All things point to God's greater glory. All things point to him. And remind us that if we want to stay wallowing in the muck like a bunch of pigs in mire, he will give us that mire for all eternity. That's it. Ad maiorum dei gloriam. This is the gospel. To God be the glory. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. May God bless you.
and the Virgin protect you. Nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.